Yeah, 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 what's good, yeah, hey, oh, what is good, everybody, it is your boy, Pat the Designer, back at it again, appreciate you guys for tuning in and rocking with us for another episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily, ain't been down in it. Yeah, a little bit. Let me adjust myself here. On today's episode, we're going to break down Billy Donovan getting a secret extension. What does that mean for the Bulls' future? Is that a positive? Is that a negative? We'll talk about that here. Also going to preview this Bulls' Phoenix game for tonight. Make sure that you guys are tuned in with us. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page, man, because we do talk Chicago sports daily on this channel. It's the only channel talking Chicago sports, how Chicago talks. So make sure that you get in Tune with us, man. We're doing this Monday through Friday, dropping content every single day. So stay on the lookout. It is November 30th. We're closing out the month with a fire episode. Billy Donovan's here for five, six, seven more years. Who knows? And the Bulls are trying to figure this thing out. Versus top competition. Yeah, 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 hey. Let it ride. Let the beat ride. Let the beat ride, man. What is going on? I said let the beat ride, and the beat got cut down. Who did that? Uh, appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with us for another episode of The Daily Show. Got a lot to get to here in a little bit of time. Uh, woke up late. It's been a lot of late nights, early mornings. That's okay. This is what we do. This is what we have fun doing. We're talking Bulls, how Bulls fans talk. So make sure that you get in tune with us on this show, man. If you have not done so, so go ahead and uh push the button. Come on. Push the button. Come on, push the button. Yeah, come on, push the button. Hit that like button, man. We appreciate the likes. And I want to know how you guys feel about Billy Donovan's extension in the comments below. Drop a like it, a love it, a hate it in the comments below. At a minimum, if you want to go into detail, I will be responding to comments down below as well. Here's the thing. Let's jump straight into this, right? Uh, here's the thing for me with with the whole Billy Donovan contract extension. So, also, still have no details, but apparently Billy Donovan has been extended by the Chicago Bulls and was done so previously uh, it, before the start of the season for a number of years. We don't have specifics on that, but Billy Donovan's going to be here for a while. And the question on the table is... Is this a positive or a negative for the Chicago Bulls long term? For me, because I've watched, and, and like many Bulls fans, right? We watched the Boylan years, the Hoiberg years. I'm one of those Bulls fans that can appreciate the moment for what it is, but also understand that we need more. I can appreciate that the Bulls are a better team right now than they once were, but I also understand that we need to continue to grow, continue to get better, continue to develop, continue to move in the right direction. And I'm going to be honest with you, right? I've, I've been on here many days. I've been on Locked On Bulls many days, and I've said the same thing. 
I do not believe that Billy Donovan pivots in game very well. I don't. I think that a lot of times he goes into the game with his game plan. That's the plan he's going to run. That's the plan he's going to implement. That's the plan that's going to be uh, uh, put out on the floor. And it doesn't adjust in the game as well. Sometimes. This season, I will say he's been better at it, especially in some of these bigger games, which is exciting to see. Um, But I, I think that two things happen here for the Bulls, because I'm sure there's a lot of people in the comments that are going to say, this is awful. Why would we resign Billy Donovan? He's the reason that we're not using Vooch the right way. He's the reason that we're not playing defense the right way. He's the reason that we're not moving the ball the right way. And while... I will say part of that is always going to fall on the coach because the coach is the coach of the team. He's the one that's putting the game plan together, putting the system together. I will also say that sometimes Bulls fans live too much in the moment inside of the retrospective. Right now, the Bulls are 9-11. We've lost to some teams that we absolutely should have won 200%. Billy Donovan plays a part in that. But we live so in the moment of right now that we don't see the progression that this team has made moving forward. There's a lot of people that would look at this season right now with Billy Donovan in it and say this season is not – we haven't seen improvement from this team. We're the same basketball team that we were last season. I would push back on that. And I would credit that to Billy Donovan. Last season versus top teams, whether we were healthy or not, we were getting cooked. We were getting dominated. We were not being competitive in games. We were not able to win games. Had we lost some games, we should have won this season 100%. But guess what? We went into that Milwaukee game, and I was like, we'll be competitive. And not only were we competitive, we won it. We've played Boston twice. Those are the two best teams in the Eastern Conference. We'll be competitive. Not only were we competitive, we played them three times. We've beat them twice. Not only were we competitive in every single one of those games, but we won those games. Some of the games I thought Billy Donovan had his best adjustments in. Some of the games I thought Billy Donovan coached his best basketball in. And of course, right, I think with every coach, you're going to have your issues. You're going to have your problems. You're going to have that thing that you're just like, he just doesn't do that well. Or the thing that you're going to pinpoint to where you're like, and unless it's an all-time great, right? Like, we don't question Pop anymore. We don't question Kerr. We don't question Spo. Because they got the jewelry to backhand you in the face and, and say, don't question me. And honestly, just winning one buys you so much time. We didn't question Doc for almost 10 years. <laughs> we didn't question Doc Rivers for a while, and then all of a sudden it was like, hey, dog, you keep losing uh, up 3-1. What's going on with that? So for me, right, I'm looking at this signing of Billy Donovan, keeping him around. As currently a positive, I don't think it's something that the Bulls have to be stuck to long term. I don't think that it's something that the Bulls have to be stuck to Um, you know, like it's a 10 year deal and we're going to have Billy Donovan here for the entire duration of it. But I do like at a minimum that we're continuing to see 
a Bulls team that two years ago was absolutely nothing move in the right direction. Now, there's still things that I think we need to improve upon 110%. I, I, I just think that, right, like, I find it hard to say that you're going to see a ton of development out of a lot of these players or even see a championship-level offense be implemented when you're running your entire offense through the mid-range game. The Chicago Bulls offensive game, they they are 30th in attempts in the paint. They are uh, 30th, uh, maybe 29th in attempts in the paint. They are 30th in attempts from the three-point line. Their entire offense is essentially the mid-range game. And I don't see you winning a championship unless you have like a top three defense. If you have a team that is running a 2005 offense, I just don't see that breeding a championship. And could that be just because DeMar's on the team and you kind of have to cater to what he does? Possibly. Could that be because uh, he's the one taking most of the shots because he's he's just a ball-dominant player? Possibly, right? Is that Billy Donovan's game plan? More than likely. You know what I'm saying? You're going to go with your hot players. Um could that also be just because Zach Levine isn't knocking down his three ball and he's shooting it at a low percentage this season? 110%, right? Like all those things can play into it. But I've, I've kind of always maintained that. I don't know if Billy Donovan ends up being the championship level coach for us. I don't even know if this team ends up being the team that finally wins a championship for us. It doesn't feel like it to me. I don't feel like they'll get to the mountaintop. I think that they can compete to get there, right? Because here's the thing. We've seen this style of play get to an NBA Finals. We've seen this style recently. We've seen this style of play get to... Uh, uh, an Eastern Conference Finals. But you know what? It's a top three defense, top two defense attached to this style of play that got it there in the Miami Heat. The Heat play the same thing. Yeah, they can go out there and they can, Tyler Hero can spark the three ball for sure. He's an addition. When Duncan Robinson was knocking his down, he was in addition. But they get to the ECF last season playing basically a mid-range inside the paint level of offense. Jimmy Butler's not taking a ton of threes, right? They're, they're attacking downhill. They're getting stuff to the bucket. But on the other end, you're not getting anything out of it. These games are finishing 105 to 99. You know, 110, 101. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're very low-scoring basketball games. And while the Bulls have had a really – they're top 10 defense in the NBA this season, right? I just feel like the part that a lot of people want to attribute to Billy Donovan – Sometimes you got to look at your favorite player on the team and say, hey, you're not pulling your weight. And I, I think that that's what we see more times than not around this Bulls team. I think that there's times where we blame Billy Donovan. Like Billy Donovan's going into the huddle. Here, here's the one thing that I will say. Billy Donovan may not be a championship-level coach. He may not. I'm, I am 110% on board with agreeing with that. I don't know if that's what it's going to be the entire time, right? Like, I, I don't think Bud's a championship-level coach. I think if you luck into a superstar, all of a sudden you can be a championship-level coach. Um, But I, I don't think that Billy Donovan, at least at this point, is a championship-level coach. I don't, I don't think that his coaching style will, will get us there. But I also think that the players play a much bigger part in it than most people think. System matters. Scheme matters. All of that matters for sure. 
But when scheme breaks down, all you have to rely on is your players on the floor. And if your players on the floor are attributing to the scheme breaking down, then I can't look at the coach and say, you're the issue. Sometimes you got to look at your favorite players on the court and say, hey, you're the issue right now. You know what the Bulls' biggest issue this season right now is? Um, Zach Levine on the offensive end has not had the season that we expected him to have. He has not gotten it going the way that we've expected him to get it going. Hopefully he does tonight versus Phoenix. He's played better. He's done a lot. I'll say this, right? To me, Zach Levine in these last five games or so has done so much better. And there's people that look and say, he's not having the offensive season that he's having. Yes, but he's creating offense. He's finding his teammates open. He's creating open shots. He understands what comes with him. And if, if guys are open up, uh, or if guys are knocking down open shots, then all of a sudden he's able to get open shots. He's attacking the bucket. He's getting downhill. He's getting foul calls. I think he's actually playing some of his best basketball right now that we've seen out of Zach Levine as an entire basketball player. Um, even in the last game, excellent job defensively versus Colin Sexton. I know you look at the 7 for 11 and you're thinking, oh, man, that's not uh, – uh, um, that, that, that's a good game for Colin Sexton. No, Colin Sexton was getting turned away multiple times. Zach did an excellent job versus Colin Sexton. But he's not having the scoring offensive season that we thought he would have. And so your offensive numbers are a little bit down. On the defensive end, you're going out there with a player night in and night out that you got to put out there because he's your closer, he's your finisher, king of the fourth, whatever you want to call him, king in the fourth. If if Kevin Anderson's listening, apparently he's got a real beef with that. Uh, But he's your guy that you go to in the fourth quarter. So you have to have him on the floor, but he is absolutely a defensive liability. I would argue that DeMar DeRozan this season, in moments where he doesn't want to really give that extra effort on that end, has been one of the worst players defensively in the NBA. Now, there are moments where he's been a really good player defensively this season. There are moments where DeMar has stepped up, which tells me he can play defense. But I think when you have a team like this, when Billy's putting his system together, and we've heard Billy Donovan talk about the defensive end at nauseum with fury, after that last Utah game with how many times Lowry Marketing was left wide open in the corner with fury at how many missed assignments happen every game, then I think at times, right, we can say Billy's not putting together a good game plan. No, I'm not going to blame Billy for players not doing their job. And you're not going to sit here and tell me that every time Larry Markinen's open on the three, Billy Donovan's on the sideline going, you know what? Keep leaving that thing open. We're doing a great job everywhere else. Don't worry about him knocking down seven threes. Heck, after he made two suspect ones, you should have been closing out a little bit harder on him. And it's an effort thing for the Chicago Bulls. And so that's why, right, like I look at Billy and I say, okay, right, like I can see this as a positive because I can see that there's actual coaching happening. I can see that he's implementing things that do work. You know why? Because from the first half to the second half, the Bulls' effort increases tremendously and the Bulls go from one of the worst contesting teams in the first half to one of the best contesting teams in the second half. They have, I believe, the fewest amount of contests on three balls in the first and second quarter 
or the like the first going into the second, and then like end of second, into the third and fourth. They're one of the best contesting teams in the NBA. And you know what? The stats would, would agree with that because the Bulls are one of the worst first quarter teams in the NBA. The Bulls give up the most amount of points in the first quarter, I believe, still in this NBA. So I'm not going to view this as a negative, even with where the Bulls are right now. I'm not going to view this as a negative. Because you know what? As soon as we go on a, a, a nice little run, as soon as we get some wins in a row, as soon as we win, won those two games, right? Nobody had an issue with what Billy Donovan was doing. After the Utah game, I haven't heard fire Billy as much. So my thing is, it's like we, we, we're, we're kind of like the Bulls in this manner, right? We realize that there are moments that our team plays the way we expect them to play. And we're like, oh, that's fine. They're fine. They, they figured it out. Don't worry about it. They, got, they had the Jazz. They had the Jazz. Don't worry about it. They won that game. But it's only the down moments where we want to come with the mob mentality, come with the Frankenstein mentality where everybody's at the door with pitchforks and torches ready to run Billy out of town. I, I I don't live in that world. I'm sorry. I don't live in that world. If Billy Donovan's a good coach in wins, he's probably a good coach in losses, and there's something else that's attributing to it. Now, what's attributing to it every game? That depends. Sometimes it is the the defensive end. Sometimes it is. And here's the thing. Sometimes it is Billy Donovan. I'm not saying it's not. But I'm willing to bet on a good coach moving forward for the Chicago Bulls than going to bet on the unknown. And I feel like that's one thing with, with a lot of Bulls fans that we want to do. We, we love to bet on the unknown. We don't know what he's going to do. We got to wait on that. Look at that. I like, what, I like what he did on a bench as the assistant head coach. You don't even know what his duties are. I've always liked that name. He's never coached in the league before, but I like him. Right? Like, listen, we're not in that mindset no more. We're not in that mindset anymore. We got to get out of the poverty mindset. We got to get out of the, hey, let's let's go find a guy. Let's just grab a guy from college. You know what? I, I've, I've literally already gotten, with, although it did quiet down as soon as this news dropped. I will say that. But I've already gotten the, uh, hey, Let's go out and find a, 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 the next big coach in college. Let's find the young Billy Donovan because young Billy Donovan was better than old Billy Donovan. Young Billy Donovan had better players. Young Billy Donovan in college and in the NBA had better players. Now, I will say this is probably the best all-around team that Billy has had. Because outside of KD and uh, Russell Westbrook or KD and PG, 
there there just wasn't uh, a lot of shooters on those teams. And and I don't know if you can call Russ a shooter on any of those teams, but there just weren't a lot of shooters on those teams. But for me, I view this as a positive. I like that Billy Donovan's here. Um, I think that we have a good head coach, not a great head coach. Are there going to be some things that we're irritated with every single night? 110%. I, I just, I think that comes with every head coach that doesn't have multiple rings. Or is like 10 years removed from his first ring. I just, like that, that's always going to be, right? There's certain coaches you just don't question. Phil Jackson comes back, it's Phil. Greg Popovich, ah, well, he's 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 old man Greg. He knows what he's doing. He Tim Duncan. But you know what takes a coach from here to here real quick? The talent on the floor. You know what takes Bud from here to here? And I still think he's here, but now he's here. You know, people look at him as one of the best coaches in the league. Giannis. 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 You, you know what takes – like, there's certain coaches that like – like Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse for me. Hey, he's here. Top, top – I was going to say top – it might be top five coach in the NBA. But because I'm seeing him without superstar talent on his team, I'm seeing him without that superstar potential on his team, and I'm going, oh, yeah. He's still coaching a heck of a game. He still knows what the heck he's doing. He's running schemes that are really, really good. I like that. Yeah, good coach. I'd take a Nick Nurse. And then there's other guys like Jason Kidd. When I watch Jason Kidd, I'm like, what the heck is he doing? Luca. So if you want to have that moment where Billy Donovan maybe goes from here to here, Although he did have those players. Which was my biggest indictment of him coming in. Like, you didn't win with these guys. But if you want to take it from him going from here to here, find a superstar player. Zach Levine, is he that player? Can he turn into that player? Um, Patrick Williams, is he that? Can, can he become that player? He wants to be that player, he says. How does he become that level of player? That's the question right now. Let me know how you guys feel in the comments below, man. Do you think that this is a good move for the Chicago Bulls moving forward? Billy Donovan being here. Again, don't know the terms. This is just reported by Shams. Uh, don't know the full terms on Billy's contract. I didn't even know that was possible. I thought you kind of had to, like, report that stuff, but I guess not. Who knows? Who cares? Uh, hit that like button, man. Subscribe to the page. We do talk Chicago sports daily on this channel. It's the only channel to talk Chicago sports, how Chicago talks. So make sure that you get in tune with us, man. Just go ahead and... Uh, push the button. Come on. Push the button. Come on. Push the button. Yeah, come on. Push the button. Hit that like button. Let's keep this thing moving right along. By the way, if you have not subscribed, we do live call every single Bulls game every night. We call it how Chicago fans will call it. We also have the Chicago Bulls post game with Marcus Couch and P. Kidd. So tune in with us on that as well. Here is a tough matchup for the Bulls tonight. The Bulls are going up against a Phoenix Suns team. That is... 
a really good team on both ends of the floor. And they, they, they just get the job done, right? They're second in the NBA in offensive rating. They're sixth in the NBA in defensive rating. They're going to force you to take bad shots. They're going to capitalize off of those bad shots. Now, they won't have Chris Paul tonight, but they haven't had Chris Paul for a while now. And um, listen, they, they, they've won their last four. They've picked up right where they left off this season. They're 14-6. They're first in the West. They're, they're playing really, really good basketball right now. And this is going to be a game for the Chicago Bulls that I, it's going to be one of those like Boston, right? Like I, I wouldn't be shocked if the Bulls won tonight, but I see an uphill battle and you have to do everything right. You have to have your bench step up. You have to play excellent defensively. You have to uh, um, win on your, on your offensive rotations. You have to uh, establish uh, some paint dominance here. You have to a stat. Zach Levine has to have his offense going tonight for the Chicago Bulls to win. This is this is not a game where you can have a mishap and just go out there and win this game. I, I just don't think it is right. The one thing where the Bulls might have a little bit of an advantage um, is in the free throw battle because the one thing that we we've seen this season about the Phoenix Suns is that. They will allow you to get to the free throw line. They they sit about 21st in opponents' free throws attempted. Um, they sit about 25th in opponents' free throws made. They sit they sit 28th in their free throws attempted. Only about 20 a game, right? Very perimeter-based game. Shoot a lot of mid-range jump shots. Spend most of their time out on the outside. Um, but guess what? Or, or I yeah, most of the time on the outside, they're they're top fifteen there. They allow teams to shoot a lot of threes. They allow teams to make a lot of threes. There's an opportunity here, but the Bulls are one of the worst teams at shooting threes at a minimum, right? Like Bulls, the Bulls got outshot from the three point line in that last game. Uh, and not to say I want to see them chucking up seventy eight free th- uh, three pointers. I'm sorry, I said free throw line, the three point line in that last game. And not to say I want to see them chucking up seventy eight three pointers a game, but the Bulls absolutely get. Um, outshot from the three point three point line ridiculously right like I, I think that they allowed Utah to shoot 47 three pointers now the percentages didn't look great right it was like 18 for 47 perfect but uh, we shot like 22 or 23 like it, it was crazy like I was I remember looking at the discrepancy and being like my god how, how the heck did we do that now we shot it a lot better but you know it, it is what it is but I think here's the thing for me, for the Bulls to come out of this game with a win, for the Bulls to figure out, uh, uh, for the Bulls to beat another top team, right? It's on the defensive end. We know what this offense is. This offense will be efficient from the mid-range game. This offense will be efficient uh, attacking with DeMar, Zach probably uh, going up against uh, Devin Booker in this, possibly Mikael Bridges, but I would assume you will put Mikael Bridges on DeMar, trying to slow him down a little bit. I think this is a game where Zach Levine can cook a little bit more. Devin Booker going to be guarding him. Want to see Zach finally attack this matchup. This is the matchup that we've talked about with Zach Levine the entire time. We, we at one point said, 
Zach Levine and Devin Booker were kind of on the same level. And then you saw Devin Booker take that next step and ascend to that next level. We haven't seen that with Zach Levine yet. Now we've seen him play well. We've seen him be one of the top scorers in the NBA. But having you know having that complete game that, that makes your teammates better, I think we're starting to see more of that, which I really like. Like I said, in these last five games, I really think Zach Levine has played more of a team game, and that team-oriented game to me gets me more excited because guess what? If your team's playing well, that means that you're getting better looks. That means that you're getting better shots because they can't just sit there and double-team you. But I think that the action is very one-sided. I think offensively, the action is very one-sided when it comes to this Bulls team. There's a lot of drive and kick, but there's not a lot of movement off of that drive and kick. And for me, right, that's the thing we got to see. I, I, I did my impression. If you guys checked out Locked on Bulls today, I did my impression of Patrick Williams in this offense. Hold on. Give me a second. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. That's it. That's the entire impression. He doesn't move offensively. He's not moving off ball. And when he does, he actually gets buckets at the paint. Or uh, he actually gets buckets in the paint because people don't even expect him to move. We need to see continuous moving on the offensive end with this team. We need to see continuous attacking on the offensive end with this team. And you know what? I, I think this is a game to me where you're going to get campaign versus IO. IO attack. Uh, not to say campaign's not playing better. Campaign's playing some of the best basketball of his life. And and you know what? Campaign has now become one of my favorite former Bulls to watch because I love the success that he's having. Because I like it to me, campaign is different from everybody else. Like I feel like everyone else we poorly evaluated. Like, right? Like Maybe we didn't wait long enough on Wendell. Maybe we didn't wait long enough on Larry. Although Larry kind of, I knew what Larry was. He just couldn't stay healthy. Wendell kind of the same thing, honestly. Um, Hopefully we don't make these mistakes with players that we have now. But like former Bulls around the league, Bobby Portis. We knew what Bobby Portis could become, but we weren't there yet. And you knew you could go out there and find you another Bobby Portis, which we kind of did. But then like we traded him away as well. Like I I just want another Bobby Portis on this team. Um, But... I feel like campaign, like we didn't misevaluate campaign. Campaign to me was actually bad. Like he was bad in the NBA. Like he was not a good basketball player. And then he went overseas. He got his game together, came back, got to work with Chris Paul. Chris Paul helped him quite a bit. And now all of a sudden, I love watching campaign play. Shot's still very odd, but I just feel like he's a really, he's really taking that next step. And I love to see that. I, I love to see that he's able to come out there. And what what is campaign averaging this season? Let me let me look at the uh, the uh, stats for the Suns here. Let me see what campaign is averaging right now because he's been balling. Campaign right now, averaging uh thirteen point three points a game, five point two assists a game. He's averaging almost a steal a game and two point four rebounds. He's shooting it. 
What are you shooting, Campaign? 38% from the three-point line. Stat Muse is kind of weird. I, maybe I got to zoom out on this a little bit. And 42% from the field overall. Shout out to you, Campaign. Shout out to you. Um, because I watched you in warm-ups uh, miss probably 25 uh, mid-range shots in a row. And somebody was like, maybe he's just working on something. And I was like, I, I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't think that you work on missing shots. Maybe and somebody in the league, let me know. Do you work on missing shots before a game? Um, but no, I, I think at the end of the day, this is going to be an uphill battle for the Bulls. You have to come out and play four quarters of intensity, as uh, the great Norm Van Leer once said, uh, or, or many times said. Um, you, you have to come out and you have to give fight. You have to come out and you have to show heart. You have to come out and you have to show grit the entire game. You cannot come out in the first quarter lackluster. You cannot come out in the first half not closing out on shots because they will absolutely kill you from the three-point line. Just in case you're wondering, Mikel Bridges, he's shooting 44% from the three-point line. De- uh, Devin Booker is 35%. Uh, Cam Johnson is 43%. Clap it up. Um, campaign is 38%. Tory Craig, 39%. By the way, these guys are all taking above three attempts a game. Um, Damian Lee, 48%. Uh, Landry Sham at 36%. Like, they don't miss. They miss, like, uh, but they don't miss for the most part. They're one of the best three-point shooting teams in the league, and they can absolutely kill you from there. And that's been a big problem for the Bulls in first quarters of game. So you have to come out four quarters, 100% ready, ready to go out here, ready to fight, ready to get this win. You cannot come out on your back foot, or you will have some issues coming out of this thing. Honestly, that that's – that's uh, there goes the alarm right there. <laughs> Stop that. Uh <laughs> Uh, that that's going to be the biggest thing for me. I think the Bulls will have a chance in the fourth quarter of this game if they come out in the first quarter of this game and they play 100%. But if you come out and you have a quarter where you give up a big number like they did versus the uh, the Utah Jazz, what was it, 30? Is it 37-26, I believe, in that second quarter? We had 11 points with five minutes to go in the quarter, and we got ourselves going offensively by the end of that quarter, but we had 11 points with five minutes to go in the quarter. If you go through those shooting droughts, those shooting slumps, we'll be talking about a loss tonight. Um, But hopefully, I I think the Bulls can compete in this game, can get a win, and the biggest thing that that gives me faith is what I've seen versus top teams in this league. Bulls versus above 500 teams have played really well. We're 6-3 and now, I believe, versus above 500 teams. They've played really well on a really consistent basis, and it's what I want to continue seeing. Uh, Hey, that's it for me tonight, man. Appreciate you guys for tuning in and rocking with us. As always, man, hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. Push the button. Come on. Push the button. Come on. Push the button. Yeah, come on. Push the button. Push that button, man. We will be live tonight for the Chicago Bulls live call, so make sure that you get in tune with us on that as well. As always, man, it is your boy, Pat the Designer, back at it again. We got a lot of content coming your way today, so make sure that you're rocking with this show. Uh, If you're listening on the podcast side, leave us a five-star review. We need the love trying to become one of the best Chicago sports talk podcasts on the podcast networks, man. We do this Monday through Friday every day. As always, man, it's your boy, Pat the Designer, back at it again. Hey, yo, y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. Peace.